Greetings, folks. Today we have the pleasure of sharing with you our 30th Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle Podcast Series episode that deals with the daily life in Costa Rica and the many questions that arise when thinking about moving here, visiting for a while, and how one acquires their legal status. Becoming a resident in Costa Rica is truly an involved process. More and more individuals and families, they're thinking about it now, and some are actually starting the process as well. Many people are moving and have moved to Costa Rica this year. There seems to be so much stress and a need for a lot of changes in the lives of many all over the world. And Costa Rica just seems to be that Pura Vida lifestyle oasis. It's a land of tranquility and biodiversity, such an easy laid back life here and a strong desire for a more sane and peaceful existence to be quite honest with you. Today and throughout the coming months, I'm going to be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his team have helped hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many years. He's an expert, he's a professional, and a perfectionist when it comes to his business, and I'm really happy to have him here with us today. As you know by now, we're recording a series of Q&A type episodes, and each episode will address and answer a few questions regarding the residency process. Today we're going to do it a little bit different because we want to go deep into the pensionado status. And uh, with that, Kevin, I say welcome to you for the 30th time. And we do appreciate your spending a few minutes with all of us explaining what you know and what we need to know about the pensionado status. Well, you're welcome very much, uh, Skip. I, I thank you for the for the kind invitation and also as you know I do rather enjoy talking with you on behalf of your vast audience and uh, having said that let's fire away. Well that sounds good Kevin and, and again we discussed uh, a little bit about the pensionado and the rentista and the uh, resident investor status but again today we're going to just go ahead and let you talk a little bit about the pensionado status. And uh, so if you're ready, go ahead and go, my friend. All right, senor. Yes, today it is pensionado day. Pensionado being one of the three most popular types of or vehicles to get your legal status here in Costa Rica. The other two being pensionado, rentista, and investor status. That's the three of them. All three are temporary statuses. That, by that, what that means is that you are not allowed to work while you have the temporary status. After having your temporary status for 36 months, you can apply for and expect to receive permanent status, which would allow you to work if you wanted to, but more importantly, cancels the financial requirement of of the monies you would need for a pension, proof of pension, or money in the form of a deposit in a local bank, or you could sell your investment and still retain your status. But, pensionado status. Obviously, pensionado is really referring to a person who has a pension, not necessarily old age pension. We have people here with inability pensions and such, but as long as they're guaranteed in the form of a pension, an amount of at least $1,000 a month guaranteed for life, they meet the qualification for pensionado status. The documentation is not 
extensive, but it's it's we take great pains in pointing it out on our web page exactly what documentation is required. There is no shortcuts. It's the what is required. They set the rules. We 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 dance to the organ grinders. But the fact is, you do need a passport, of course, a ballot. We. We suggest a new one, but at least have six months to a year left in validity in your current passport that you use. We need a passport for each person that's uh, going to be listed on the application. And like you say, six months, ideally uh, two or three years or a, a brand new one for 10 years. You're going to have to renew it while you're down here if you're staying here full time anyhow. So it's a sort of a moot point. The second requirement, birth certificate. And that's one of the items that must be apostille, but we'll talk about apostilling later. Birth certificate, we recommend that you obtain a new birth certificate. We run across objections from people saying, whoa, 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 nothing's changed since the day I was born, except I got older. It's the same date, the same parents, the same, etc., etc., etc. Yes, but I dare say I believe in fact that it's a money maker for various governments to have new documents created. But it is Costa Rican immigration that set the rules. They will, they will accept a birth certificate that is not newly created. But they have a caveat which says must be in pristine condition. And they're the ones that set up the criteria for pristine. So if you if you'll take our word for it and for the cost versus the reward, please get a new birth certificate also. Now if you're if you're, if you're a foreigner living from coming from a or some remote country in Europe or Asia or whatever, or Caribbean or South Africa, so, and can't get your birth certificate, yes, we can always swear in front of our lawyer here that it is, you are who you, you swear that you are who you represent and that you are born at such and such a date. But, yes, the birth certificate should be new. And if you have an old one, we'll submit it for you. But there's no guarantee that it will be accepted and it will hold up your application. If you are married, you have to get a new marriage certificate. The remember, the paperwork that we submit on your behalf to immigration cannot be older than six months from the time it was created to the time that we submit it. Okay? That possible exception being the birth certificate, but the marriage certificate for sure has to be done within, has to be uh, applied for, received, apostilled, translated, and submitted to immigration within six months. The proof uh, that the applicant is entitled to a minimum of $1,000 per month comes from their, the pension, and the pension is from a private pension program, i.e. where you worked for in the last number of years, 
It can be a government pension and or it can be Social Security. Now people say Social Security at $1,000 a month is quite, quite, quite accessible, quite readily available. That's an ideal way of going to apply or meet the qualifications, the financial qualifications. Any Social Security figure that meets a minimum of $1,000 per month guaranteed for life is the way to go. No doubt about it. And ideally, if you're an American citizen, and incidentally, today's dissertation would be basically on for Americans. We have the identical requirements set up for Canadians on our webpage, and then other person, uh, other nationalities, we will give a specific step-by-step -step, uh, guidelines for them. But going back for a second on the $1,000 proof, it's very simple for Americans to contact the Costa Rican Embassy here in Costa Rica, say we need uh, proof of our pension or Social Security, and voila, within two days, three days, you have an email which we will accept and submit to immigration on your behalf. And because it's on the, on the U.S., um, what do you call it, um, email, they, the immigration will accept it without translations or without further verification. They recognize the individuals because they do so many of the, they receive so many from, from the embassy. So that's a very, very easy way to prove your financial requirement. Okay. The, we, we go into great detail on the webpage on this. So you will, you'll see the step-by-step -step requirement. The last paper requirement is a, a report from the FBI stating that you are a unknown or you are not known as a villain. How is that a double negative or a double affirmative? I don't know how to say that. But the fact is, we don't want to say that, show us your police record because that infers that we think you have a police record. It's a certificate of good conduct. That's probably the best way of saying it. That document, our, our instructions are on the web page, exactly how to go to obtain it. We do recommend the use of um, companies that specialize in obtaining that paperwork for you. It's, uh, it's, it's easier, just as simple as that. It's easier to use them and they have access to the right departments at the FBI and their response time is much shorter than what it would be if you were to apply on your behalf, okay? We also have a private company that we associate it with who will not only pick up your, get your FBI reports, but all the paperwork uh, that is required and will get it apostilled for you and forward the paperwork to us here in Costa Rica. Again, on our, on our webpage and, and uh, it's, it's a case of trying to make it as less cumbersome or make it more uh, streamlined for you, the applicant who probably in their lifetime will do this one time and we do it several times, if not more per week. So it's, it's, it's important to understand the paperwork requirement and it is uh, instrumental that it be done correct. They, 
the immigration will they will they'll inspect your documentation very closely okay now just on a, on a note about the FBI report if if an individual has got a uh, charges previous charges or found guilty of certain things that's not an automatic refusal by the Costa Rican immigration they look at each case and and there to our knowledge there is only one instance where you would automatically be rejected and that be, would be child molestation otherwise they they work under the adage that everybody's human people make mistakes uh, you're not going to go be crucified if you uh, had a 17 year old you were caught drinking or something like that no it's not they're looking for the the bad guys the simple cr criminals they they can tolerate the bad guys we raise our own quota of bad guys so we don't need to import them so they they don't want the real bad guys here but that's that's the paperwork requirement now <clears throat> when you make your application here hopefully through us there are paperwork that we have to create here power of attorneys letting us represent you and the translation of the documents into Spanish a lawyer has to provide the, the in addition to the power of attorney verification or notarization of your passports and the pictures of the passports and the consent to apply etc but those are again spelled out thoroughly on our website and if you have any questions uh, we really really encourage people to ask us because we do work under the adage that it's easier to answer a question than to solve a mistake and we'll do both but the e the first the former answering the question you'll get a reply and it'll be totally self-explanatory and that pretty well sums up the paperwork requirement for the pensionado tomorrow we'll talk on rentista regarding rentista it's getting a little more involved all the time. Right now, we would claim pensionado as probably the easiest, quickest, and less cumbersome method to obtain a legal status here. Well, Kevin, you pretty well covered just about everything, didn't you? Yes, I read well. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> It's done by rote, as you can tell. And so, unfortunately, I, I tend to repeat myself at times. So, only on the items that people in the past have had some questions. So, we sort of highlight those uh, situations and emphasize it several different ways as to what has to be done. Well, absolutely. And I think uh, you will agree that most people who contact us regarding the commencement of their uh, acquiring the legal status, the first thing that they talk about and probably the first thing that they are concerned about is paperwork. And uh, I'm very excited to know that uh, actually your company takes care of all the paperwork for those who just don't even want to get into it. And that's a big selling benefit, isn't it? It is, Skip. You know, people fear the unknown. And honestly, after you've done as many applications for any one of the three types of statuses, you know, there's a, there's a common thread amongst them. But for the person looking at this maze of, of avenues to take, 
um, they, they, they just find it easier to use us or, well, I guess there are other people or other companies in the same type of business, but we ignore them and they ignore us because uh, we're all, we are competitors, but they do exist and obviously make a living also because they're still here. But it's the whole idea is help the person. We, we help, we help people. Damn phone, sorry. Uh, I thought I had put it away. We help people to whatever extent they want. We encourage them if they want to do it themselves. Uh, we don't certainly don't uh, say no, but the fact is we also know that probably within two or three months they'll be back asking us to take over the process because they're over their heads. And remember, it's Costa Rica Spanish speaking. You have to be very conversant in the in the language, written and spoken, in order to do this application yourself. Well, sure, and I, that's a fact. I certainly understand that. Well, Kevin, I'm I'm really appreciative of uh, your going pretty deep in the pensionado status, and like you mentioned earlier. We're going to also dig deep into the rentista and the resident investor uh, status as well. So for right now, I do thank you. It's been a pleasure. And we've posted Kevin's contact information and his website address uh, on the program notes that are associated with this specific episode. And uh, basically, when you're ready to have all of your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, Kevin and the entire team in Costa Rica, they're standing by to get started with your pathway for a new life uh, in Costa Rica. And a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people are starting their new life right now in 2021. And uh, by the way, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 29 conversations with Kevin regarding residency and all the other things that we've talked about. Again, all the links are posted at the bottom of the homepage of his website at Costa Rica immigration and moving experts.com that's costa rica immigration and moving experts.com and if you like what you heard today why not share our q a session link with your friends and family we love to share our knowledge with everyone uh, who gets anything out of it and we'd appreciate it also and finally if you come up with any specific questions or topics that you'd like kevin to cover please let us know we're here for the long haul and send your request to my current email address at Costa Rica good news at gmail.com. That's Costa Rica good news at gmail.com. Kevin, thanks a lot. We'll see you soon for our next conversation together. And like, uh, like everybody knows, we talk about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica and so much more. You're welcome entirely, Skip. I wait for the next time we have the time to a chat. Sounds good. Talk to you soon, my friend. There we go.